In a studio that's in a basement comes the epic story of how two friends changed the future of the movie podcast game forever. The reviews are in. Boys Life magazine gives the High Psy podcast four and a half acorns. The Daily Bugle says, these guys are super legit. And Pope Francis declares the podcast as life-affirming. From the kid who tried to get smart with David Spade and got fucking old. You're still out. You're still back. And the guy who can name all four Baldwin brothers. Alec, William, Daniel, and the baby boy, Stephen. Live from the studio of his parents' basement. The Have You Seen It Podcast. Welcome back to the Have You Seen It Podcast. My name is Mason Knight. Sitting across from me is the one and only Cash Krause. Cash, how yes, are you sir. today? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, it's a good day in Washington because the rains have fallen. They have fallen. They have fallen here and we went from hazardous to unhealthy. To just so, unhealthy, to just you know, a unhealthy. Step up, though. Yeah, a that's a pretty good. The, that is uh, pretty good. Yeah. Air quality con- conditions here. So yeah, I think I've gotten used to the smoke over the days because I came out today Same. thinking, "Oh, this air is breathing heavy." <laughs> even though there's, then I learned that there is still heavy smoke in there. Yes, there was. But uh, but thank God. I mean, it's got to be good for the fires, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I it mean, feels a little be- humid today, though. It was humid today. My glasses are already falling. Well, for sure, out, because we had lightning and thunder, right? Yeah, we did. And that's always, always a sign of, sign of humidity, yeah. But, uh, yeah, lightning and thunder early. Actually, lightning and thunder, why I was watching this film, which was very, very <laughs> fitting. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, uh, what is going on? Is this a tall I kind of loved it. I kind of loved it. It was yeah. like 4D. It yeah, made me, there you go. Like, More immersed into exactly. the film overall. Yeah, right? it made me feel uh, like I was there. Like I was there in that small uh, South Korean hamlet. Right. Which what? you don't want to be. Oh, no. You want to be no. anywhere else. <laughs> yeah. Even uh, else. this little village where this yeah. crazy uh, shit is happening. And, uh, of course, we are talking about, because it is Foreign Film Friday. It is Foreign Film Friday. And yes. I am so excited to talk about this film. We are talking about The Wailing, and South you, Korean horror film. And a shameless uh, plug here. If you have not watched our trailer reaction to this, we just dropped it two days ago. <laughs> where you and I were freaking out about the trailer. Yeah, we dropped we it so like, recently, yeah. Yeah, we were like, we have to watch it. We have to review it. Well, it's here already in our foreign film Friday, and uh, I know you're just as excited as I am to talk about this film. I am. I could not be happier. I could not be happier. I'm so glad that I decided to uh, to start my spooky, my spoopy season off with this fucking horror Absolutely. film. Absolutely. This, this type of horror film just makes you want to watch more and more horror films because it is a good horror film. Oh, it's so well And done. it makes you want to watch other really, really good horror films. Yes. But yeah, I was so I was blown. This is it's literally one of my favorite horror films of all time. Mm-hmm. I fucking loved this film. So scary, so well written. All the characters I felt seemed so realistic. And I love the I love the lead in this. I thought he was so charismatic in so many for such a horrifically scary film. It was funny. It was. There were so many moments in this movie where I was like, oh, that's funny. Well, like, that's, where I'm laughing. Yeah, and that is, you know, like, uh, the telltale sign of a good horror film is it, it's just not horror. It's a bit of everything. Mm-hmm. It's a little It's a little piece of everything. But, yeah, it's almost, you could almost, almost categorize it as a dark comedy. 
in some elements. If it wasn't, yeah, if it wasn't so, so damn, damn dark, scary. Yeah. yeah, and there wasn't. But at, towards the beginning, for sure, there mm-hmm. is some funny, some funny scenes, and the the most realistic portrayal of just humans beings when something crazy happens. Exactly. Yep. These people, when something crazy happens, they are frozen. They are frozen dunking. in fear yeah. or Even like just they're screaming. Yes. Like, what the fuck is going on? Even though they are, tr- they are trained police uh-huh. officers. And that is so refreshing for me. It's so awesome. Cause yeah. in so many times you'll see in a horror film, people will be seeing this insane stuff and they don't act accordingly. You know, they act like they see it all the time or whatever. And they act like they immediately go, Back to whatever their job. If they're a cop, they immediately become a super cop or mm-hmm. something like that. But these cops are fucking. The, I mean, they're not good cops. No, they're not by no. any stretch. <laughs> I mean, the but best. they're realistic. They're they're small town cops. I mean, this yeah. is exactly how I think something like this would go down. Mm-hmm. Two small town cops. Well, and no, just, no cop is training for this, anyways. Right. No. Even if you're a big city, absolutely cop. not. One of the funniest moments of this film, like talking about the humor aspect that's also horrifying at the same time, was when the thunder and lightning are going on and they're in the police station and then they see the woman appear and they're hiding under the desk screaming yeah, at one another. Yeah, that's immediately when I'm it's like, oh so my God, funny. this film is so well written. These yes. characters are so, Perfect. so fleshed out and realistic. Yeah, and even when he's telling him the story in the police station... And he's telling the story about the, the guy who fell while he was hiking, mm-hmm. the hunter. And then he saw the very scary scene. Yeah. Then he saw the Japanese man. Eating a, a, a dead deer, car- yeah. or a carcass. Yeah. And uh, But immediately the cop is like, oh, you ignorant bastard. How could you believe that? In any other horror film, I feel like they would mm-hmm. immediately believe it. Yep. They immediately go, oh, my God, we got to. But the craziest story. Immediately this guy, yeah, this guy says what I exactly what I was thinking. Like, oh, how stupid could you be to yeah. believe this? Then, you know, it's. That fucking comedy is cut with them seeing the naked woman. Mm-hmm. And it's fucking... Like you said, though, the reaction is so fucking realistic. Yep. It it adds so much more, too. And it adds a lot more, you know, it's it's culturally different, I know, but when none of these cops have guns. Yeah. So it adds, a, a, like, another layer of, like, uh, tension or, like, threat. Well, yeah, you because know, the threat is When bigger. you know they can't... And another another really, really realistic scene is when they go to the fire and the woman just uh, stabbed her family, mm-hmm. and he and the cop gets attacked by the yeah. woman. And he's freaking out, <laughs> yeah, he's and everyone else freaking out. No, and then they make fun of him at the police station, yeah, saying exactly. he's got the smallest balls in the world. But in fucking <laughs> in the U.S., that woman just would have been shot. Oh yeah, instantly, <laughs> immediately. Yeah. But they have because they don't have any guns or anything like that. They, they they, I mean, she's she's able to live and whatnot. But yeah, exactly. I, that's what I was thinking. I'm like, oh my god, dude, a woman attacks a cop in the fucking U.S. after she just killed her entire family. Mm-hmm. Everyone on the force is shooting is at least just seven pumping rounds and then yeah, and then reloading yeah. <laughs> and then shooting the uh, corpse without in and they don't need any any kind of any no, kind there, of reference. There's at not all. even a report written up afterwards. <laughs> Like, hey, look, she was crazy. She came yeah, after us. Exactly. But I, I loved and the and you for for a Westerner at least, it takes a while to get kinda of get used to that. Mm-hmm. To knowing like, oh, why isn't he not just taking out his gun and just fucking popping? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because if this was an American film, the cop would have had a gun out the entire time. Yep. His entire time the gun oh, would have been course. dropped. And yeah. instead, you know, he's gotta deal with it in the different ways. Yep. Which is never, uh, it's never pretty. It's never fun. He never knows that how to do it. Either. It seems like he wishes he had a gun a lot mm-hmm. of the time. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I love that. Yeah. I love the main character. Yeah. I, I he love was the, so, the, so good. The lead in this, and, and I will butcher the pronunciation, but Kwok Do Wan. Yeah. Phenomenal actor. Like I, every scene. 
the comedy scenes, the horror elements, him, you know, with the kind of the side plot with him, you know, uh, cheating on his wife and taking his daughter out and bribing her essentially. Mm-hmm. It was just so many of those elements, like just believing he was a family man, but also dealing with other things. Like he, it was so like the best word I can use to describe it was believable. Yeah. And he f- was awesome. And at first, you know, it was much more comedic. So I really wasn't sure if he was going to be able to have that range that transition. Man, yeah. he has that. Yes, fucking, he, he seemed like this almost comedic dad type, you know, but man, did he have fucking range in this film? Uh, Two hours and 37 minutes. Very long for a horror film. But the writing justifies it. Oh, entirely. And that's... I'm so glad you brought that up because two hours and 37 minutes or 36, I sat through it and was like, oh my God. Like, when it was done, I was like, this movie could not have been any shorter. It could not... It didn't need to be any longer. Yeah. It was just right. It was just what it needed to be. The pacing is so phenomenal. It's crazy. There's not a, a letdown moment. You know, every time you think you're winding down, something fucking crazy happens. Either he has a crazy dream or something. For, I'll tell you, so let's, let's talk about the premise. The yeah. premise is uh, pretty much this guy is a cop in mm-hmm. this small, small town village in South Korea. It's like Mountain Village or something. And uh, this guy comes to town, Japanese. And at first you're thinking, oh, this is a movie about racism. It right. definitely yeah. seems like that. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, they, they get, I mean, because I don't know how much you know about South Koreans, but they don't like Japanese very much. <laughs> Unfortunately, there's some, not more than Chinese people. Chinese people are really don't like Japanese people. It's pretty well known. But, uh, but yeah, so I'm immediately thinking, oh my God, they think that this guy, else because he's Korean or else because he's Japanese, you know, he's got like, he's carrying this disease and stuff. Like he comes to town, they immediately suspect that if something goes wrong, they immediately expect it's this outsider. Well, and this guy is constantly at crime scenes. He's constantly in the back. You Very know, odd. Around and, yeah. yeah, it is an Not only that, but people have, a ton of people have stories about him. Yes. There's the hunter, mm-hmm. and then the story about the woman getting raped. Yep. But at first, you making you think it seems like this is all in people's minds. Like, they're, like, at first... Well, there's I was, plausible deniability, because, like, the hunter hit his head. Exactly. And yeah. at first, I, I was thinking, like, uh, oh, he was mean to this woman, and then this woman just went on and said, oh, this Japanese man, he fucking, he raped me and all this. So, at first, I'm thinking, oh, my God, you know, this guy, he's, like, uh, they're going to end up killing this guy. It's a witch hunt. Yeah. Like, they're going to end up fucking killing this guy, and he's got nothing to do with it. And I thought the water was just going to be poisoned or something like that. But, oh, my God, dude. What's uh, this Japanese man and the actor who plays this Japanese man is fucking insane. This movie is so, so, so that's a premise. This, this crazy stuff happens and they're all trying to figure it out and they're all kind of slowly blaming this Japanese guy. But eventually the cop's daughter, who is a phenomenal child actor, the relationship between her and her dad seems so So real and authentic. Exactly. When they're, like at first, when she's like taking her out to like bribe her not to tell and <laughs> yeah. everything like that, and they're just the dialogue they have between each other, they feel like real father and daughter. It's yeah, it's amazing. But then that girl's fucking range later on when she's possessed and all that is insane, dude. It's mm-hmm. unbelievable when she's telling her parents she's gonna kill them all. And well, in the way the delivery of those lines where she's calling her father, you know, a uh, uh, fucking this an asshole yeah. and shit like that. It says, "God damn you, uh, getting up my ass about things and walking away like as an yeah, adult." And it starts and so like, slow. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. she's not like a teenager. <clears throat> no, she's like she's a like child. eleven or yeah. something like that. So it's nothing like that. It's something like she's going through like uh, like. Uh, 
fucking or it's not like she's going through changes like she's a teenager or anything like that she's just a kid and something's wrong they immediately know like you they you can tell they immediately know that uh that's she's not normal and she starts eating fish and they're like she fucking and she's and eating not a, a normal ton. yeah i was gonna say not a normal <laughs> amount of fish you're talking a ton of fish more fish than i could eat more fish than both of us could eat combined oh yeah absolutely very yeah alarming she's uh, a healthy girl <laughs> yeah. she's a very healthy she girl likes her fish. she likes Getting her that fish. protein yeah Getting that protein. but that's what this movie man i could not figure out the path this movie was taking yeah, at first, I'm thinking, oh, it's it's like a it's a zombie, like it's a start of a zombie apocalypse or mm, something. And yeah. now it's like this: how this small town out started here, and they b- blame this Japanese man. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking, man, this is a bad time to be a Japanese man. Fucking <laughs> you're feeling small... for the guy a little yeah, bit. Absolutely. Well, I mean, they did. It was very weird though when the police officer and you know his partner and the the not the priest but the deacon show up to his place of living and they find all those photos and this it weird looks very uh, bad altar and it doesn't look and the good very in the black black dog like yeah. a very mm-hmm. scary very odd dog yeah but the, but then they're like he'll the guy's a ghost <laughs> you're thinking my god huh? this guy he's <laughs> yeah i'm like he's very i'm like i've never had full conversations with ghosts and stuff no. and people seem to be like except they do it it's shot so well and we got to give credit to the director the director um Hong Jin Na. Directed by Nan Hong Jin. Na Hong Jin. Yeah, he is fuck. I got to go and, and go through his filmography. Because how they play it and how they how it's shot, how like no one ever like touches the ghost or anything like mm-hmm. that forever. Yep. Like, they, like at first everyone was, first the guy tells him, oh, he's a ghost. And then everyone's like thinking, I don't think you could talk to a ghost. And everyone's <laughs> like, well, but no one touched him or anything like yeah. that. So they have no proof that he's not a ghost. And that's pretty much the thinking is the entire village just think that this man blew in the fucking town and he's a ghost just fucking with shit. But everyone fucking believes it because it's like a, it's still like a very old school culture yep. where they eventually they have to get this city shaman to come in. And that shaman too. So Yeah. Bad news. Bad news, you know, and, and that's what was so good. It kept this film kept throwing you, for you never a loop you over and over and you over. would never know the role this shaman was going to take. Nope, no idea. That about. scene is so good when they're having like the shaman off. Awesome! <laughs> it's so it was so well shot and so, yeah. and then the Japanese man, and then and then you know at this point. That he's not a fucking ghost because he went to the market and he yeah. bought like chickens and shit. Yep. I'm like, unless this he's is haggling for the price. <laughs> so funny. He's like, oh, unless 21. this is the most boring ghost of all fucking mm-hmm. time. Then Doesn't have anything better to do. It's <laughs> like, I'm gonna go shop for some chickens. But I, I can't. I mean, ghosts don't make great money. I gotta haggle. They don't. I gotta you haggle have to a little bit. I gotta haggle. But uh, but yeah, when they're having like the hex off, the death hex or mm-hmm. whatever like that, and they're going back and forth. And he almost dies, but the dad, the fucking dad, dude. Well, you know, to be fair, his daughter really wanted him to stop that exing. Yeah, man, the conv- the convulsions. Yeah, pretty gruesome. <laughs> and then at one time, I think her spine broke. <laughs> yeah, it, <laughs> it did. Sound, it didn't sound pretty when she was uh, contorting. It was her just body so. Like yeah, it was. It's so well done. It's. I'm. I'm still blown away by it. All the set pieces, all like. When they first find that first guy, and he just the first guy that kills his whole mm-hmm. family, and he's just sitting there, his eyes all, and they go, they like find his house or whatever, and he built like a nest 
Yeah. Remember? It's like, that was really creepy. It was like, so and that's something fucking that was, weird. It was so weird that it worked. Like, that's oh, something absolutely. you did not. Oh, yeah. You don't, you don't hardly ever see in a horror film like no, it's that. Like, it's, high, it's like High Strangers. It's like, yeah. I mean, you never see the guy in, like, the nest. Never. Because then it would be silly. Yeah, exactly. Silly. But you just seeing this nest mm-hmm. and not knowing, was like, how. creepy. It's fucking and then, horrifying. And then you started looking at that, and I started going at like, like thinking about like demonic mythology and stuff. And I'm like, what does this represent? What yeah, does this is mean? A bird creature? Yeah, yeah, it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's just like a bird demon or something. It was just a very odd, uh, odd thing to do, but it worked. It, it worked because when it's revealed, you're just you're kind of in awe. Like, what the fuck is going yeah. on? And here? right when you think it's going one way, it fucking veers off, off and goes yeah. a completely different direction. Well, and I had no idea that the. The, the rock girl in the beginning when they're both sitting there and she's throwing rocks. Yeah, and that was a funny scene, too. It was a hilarious it's, scene. Okay, now you're pissing me off. Yeah. <laughs> she's like getting progressively closer. Like the... And then she said that she witnessed that murder, right? And then he goes and walks away. And I'm like, dude, don't walk away. You know she's going to be gone. And sure enough, she was gone. Well, he was all pumped. I got a witness. Yeah, he's got a witness. And again, he's not a very good cop. No, he's not. He's but those not were funny moments, cop. too, because oh, yeah. every time to the police chief, He's like, oh, what? Now it's your daughter after it was his mother yeah, and, and he's he goes, always, I'm serious. Cause he's always, yeah, because yeah, he's always late. I know. It, it was, it, and it's not like a thing where it was like, it was never like evident that he did something like really wrong, you know? Mm-hmm. That's what it was different, where it's not like you found out early on that he was like a murderer or anything like that. No. I mean, yeah, he, he, he cheated on his wife, I yeah. guess. Or, or Yeah, he did. But still, you know, that was no, that that wasn't the reason why this demon or whatever mm. it took it was right. the entire that's what i loved about it was this demon is just pure evil yep he just fucking blows into town you know well and i love the fish. i don't want to spoil too much yeah, but. yeah. and I, I love the fish analogy that they use in this film you know where they say that he, he he doesn't look for prey it's like fishing it's where you throw in your line and whatever bites bites you don't know what kind of fish you're going to catch do you yeah. And this guy, this man, this ghost doesn't know what he's going to catch. He just threw out the bait and your daughter took it. Exactly. And he'll take anyone. It doesn't matter if you're a kid. Because mm-hmm. throughout the village, he's taken. And that's, that's again, something I love so much about it. It was, it was completely random. Yep. He makes the man kill his whole family. Then that's he makes the woman scarier. kills. Oh, absolutely. Because yeah. it's just completely random. Yeah. But those those demon scenes when in the dream, like when he's having the second dream mm-hmm. and he's at the house or whatever, and he sees the guy and he's like, What the fuck? And the guy's eating him. And then his like pitch Eyes wor- are red. And he slowly starts walking and the yeah. guy's tripping over everything and shit like that. So good. And I then love- he wakes up from the dream and the family are just like No, nothing. the wife comes in, she's like, <laughs> What kind of shit did you do to have a dream like that? And I was thought it was so funny. She was so casual about it too, just laying down the I groceries. Know. They didn't care at all. And it happened yeah. like four different it did. Right. <laughs> it's like his room and then the dining room. Yep. It's one room over. So every time they're just trying to eat their meals, but the dad <laughs> the is like, like freaking out, convulsing. yelling. <laughs> but yeah, man, I, I I loved it. Yeah, this I, this, I loved uh, it. The, the the fucking I don't want to give it too much, but I loved I love the ending. So much. I love the whole design of the demon. Oh my was god! So it was awesome, creepy, and it wasn't over the top. Nope. It was, but it was so. Um, it was just so convincing. It was just so perfect for what it wanted to do. Well, give you this weird, weird, like ancient evil kind yes. of feeling. And even the tunnel too. Even the underground, the cave, like, yeah, like weird cave system. Perfect. Because it, it grew to that eeriness, and I love the way it was revealed, too. Yeah, and I, that's the we, best part. And it's going to be hard because I, I want to talk about this last scene, this the, 
but I don't want to give too much away. But the scene when the, when the deacon comes in at the end and he's like, mm-hmm. "Are you gonna leave?" and he's like, "If you're not the de- a devil, then I will leave." He yeah. goes, "Well, maybe I won't let you, you leave. leave." And then he yeah. starts to fucking grow, and he, he brings the camera up because the through the pictures they said he was able to control people or yes. something like that. Yep. And he brings the camera and he slowly starts morphing into this fucking horrifying practical. No CGI. No, no it looked awesome. No CGI at all in this. In mm. the blood or anything like that. It was so perfect. But uh, yeah, and he grows into this fucking this horrifying man. Like, and we come to find we come to find out too that the shaman that they hired pretty early on. You find out yeah. that he is. He's no boy now too. That's one more scene I got to talk about is the scene where the shaman runs into the girl mm. who we end up finding out is actually like an angel. Some, that's what yeah. I was thinking too. Like, she, but again, like it's so, uh, it's so up to you whether you, what you think these people are yeah. like, she's, She's a ghost or something, but she's again. She seems so human, and she grabs his hand at one point. But did you notice when she grabbed his hand, how gray she was? Oh yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, she's not right. No. <laughs> and he gave a really weird look too when he grabbed her. He goes, oh, and yeah. he kind of freaks out, freaking out. So, but when he when the when so the sh- you're cold, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let me go. When the shaman runs in and his. Mouth and nose start pouring blood. Fucking, that was the, the coolest thing. How do the they movie. do that? I, I want to see the behind the scenes. It's, uh, well, I mean, I understand yeah, it's yeah. probably, uh, yeah, it's a, a piping and yeah. a tube that goes, but still, I mean, it's incredible yeah. effect. Yeah. It's an incredible effect. And that is something I can honestly say, like any horror film ever. I have never seen that, and, and I love that, too. Well, that's what I, I love l- that effect. They had so many good practical scares that I hadn't seen before. Yeah. That I loved. And that, yeah, that one was one that I'd never seen before. But I love it, too, because even the presence of the shaman into this. And that's why I kind of like the whole, and for me, this is how I interpreted the film. But kind of as the angel in this, like, demonic presence, it couldn't even be in the presence of this thing. And that's why it started bleeding profusely from the nose and vomiting that it had to leave. I thought it was really cool. It, it was, was so, like, yeah, it was so, it was really well done. That I whole effect of, it, like, before. it starts pouring blood uh-huh. and then, like, pus and, like, vomit blood. It changes yeah. color. But it, he, it's pouring it's gallons. dripping down the road, too, man. It's just like, wow. And that is how you know immediately that that guy, I mean, is not right. Because you think he'd have to take a, a day off. A day off work, yeah. yeah. That's uh, a lot of blood to be losing in the old noggin, too. But man, yeah, I I really and then the guy comes later and you still see like the water and the the puddle of like blood and vomit that he threw up. It's still there and it's a giant fucking stream. But yeah, so good. That effect was amazing. And that shaman, I didn't think that that shaman was a demon. I just thought he was a demon's helper. Yeah. Like he mm-hmm. he sold his, his soul. soul or yeah. something to, to be able to help this yeah. guy. No, I didn't think it was a demon, but I knew it was in cahoots yeah. with But the, the demon. Japanese guy was le- a legit demon. A demon, yeah. <laughs> Most likely the devil. The devil himself. Yeah. Well, I, loved it. I love that twist that he ended up actually being the bad guy. Mm-hmm. Instead of you just thinking, because when he gets thrown off the cliff and, you know, they run him over. Yeah. You think he's you just think, some oh, poor... Yeah, he's- because that scene is so dumb when they when he gets the gang together to kill him. They got like branches. And, They're and, chasing him. And, and then, then the zombie the comes rock. out. And the yeah. zombie is super fucked. But he's like in the forest, like controlling the zombie. Yeah. 
He's just like in you know, like a tree, like a a block away or something, just like kind of weaving in and out for the zombie. So well done, yeah. And then I thought they were just gonna kill him, and they're gonna find out that that's just like just a Japanese guy came to retire. Because remember the ch- the police chief is like, oh, I heard those rumors too. He's like, I heard he was actually just a professor, a mm-hmm. renowned uh, yep. professor. So it really it it fucks with you. It does. That's it messes sure. you. Yeah, it's a crazy. It's movie. a great film. It and is. honestly, like I, I agree with that. It is one of the best horror films I've seen at least in at least five years. Like, oh yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah, it's gonna go on my top ten list. Apps for horror films, without a doubt, because yeah. it's so. And it's not even like I love slow burns. It's not even a slow burn. Just because it is so perfectly paced, it gets going immediately. Mm-hmm. I mean, it starts off immediately, and then it doesn't let up. No. And when there's like a half an hour left, you're thinking, fuck, where are they going to take this? How are they going to wrap this up? <laughs> and do it well, too. Yeah, the shaman's leaving town. You think, oh, fuck, mm-hmm. man, this is over. But then you check, and there's another half hour left. But it, it ends up wrapping up so perfectly, man. So it devastating, does. too. Um, this We'll talk about this in closing, too. Some of the statistics. This film was made for only $8 million. Can you believe that? Yeah, I believe it. I mean, it's... Yeah, it's it's a that's how what every budget for a film should be. It if should you be should if you need to have any reason to for fucking to not have to have a thirty million dollar budget, go and watch a film like this. Yeah, I mean, if if you don't want superstars, you know, a list celebrities, you don't need it. Well, you don't. No, there's plenty of great actors out there who don't. Yeah, that you don't have to hire those people. But uh, this film was very well received. $51.3 million at the box office. I know, it did very well. Yeah. yeah. Pretty yeah, good. And this film, uh, it came out, what what year did it come 2016. Out? So it hasn't been out super long. But no, four years ago. Man, this is, uh, I'm adding it to my Halloween list, my horror list. I'm adding it to something. I'll have to watch it every year now. Oh, for sure. It was, uh, it's, yeah. After I watched it, I went on a Rotten Tomato and saw the score for this. It was 99% yeah, I did out of 81 that. reviews. Yeah. That's insane, because you can never please them. No. I mean, to get a 99%, you can never please someone. And horror films. Yeah. That might be the highest rated horror film. Of all time, it has to be. I don't even know. Yeah. I can't even imagine what uh, Night of the Living Dead, maybe. I, I don't know what other film. But yeah, it, it was nominated and won a ton of awards. Nominated for a ton of uh, Bull, Bull Film Awards, Blue Dragon Awards. Of we, course. We yeah. have seen those before. Won a lot. Should have been. Should have been nominated for an Oscar for Best Foreign of 2016. How was it not? I don't know. I don't know. That's what makes no sense to me. I don't know how it wasn't. Yeah, I don't know either. But, yeah, just the performances and everything. Uh, John Kunimura. Was the Japanese guy. Yes, was the Japanese guy. That was his first film, first South Korean film in 35 years of acting. (laughs) That's insane. Because he was in, like, Kill Bill uh, Volume 1. So he's been he's been really a lot of who's stuff. he playing huh? Kill Bill? Oh. Uh, he was boss uh, Tanaka. Oh, the samurai, the guy who she buys the samurai sword from. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. So he's a legit. He's a legit. Ja- so, but has he been in Japanese stuff? Yes, a lot of Japanese. Oh, stuff. so that's awesome, man. That's cool. He he killed it. Oh, very yeah. unassuming. <laughs> I think he's just some nice old Japanese man. Well, not the case. Sometimes. Uh, your instincts are right. <laughs> and sometimes, <laughs> sometimes your instincts are telling you, get a gang of guys together and go kill the old Japanese man <laughs> to rid the village of a demon. 
and most of the time you are wrong. Well, I would say 99.9%. Yes. But that, that one percent you better be ready to You're go. gonna be a goddamn hero. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> if, I mean yeah, you better you better be ready to pull the yes. trigger. Cause that's what we saw is these guys had the chance and they fucking they, couldn't do it. No. And then he starts breaking down on the rock too. Yeah. That's so good. It's, so it's you recommend it. Oh, to anyone, any, anywhere, anytime. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, this absolutely. film was awesome. Yeah. I, I enjoyed this quite a bit. And this was uh, one, unfortunately, I had to pause once or twice, too, and go do a few things. Yeah. And so this is a movie I'll definitely go back and watch the whole thing in one sitting because it's awesome. But I'd show it to anyone because, I mean, like you said, yeah, I usually don't say it, but I'd really show this to anyone because mm-hmm. I feel like anyone will be just so attached to this film yeah. from the from the get-go. You're hooked. I mean, it... it it sinks in, and then you're in there for the entire two hours and 37 minutes. Well, it was directed uh, by Na, uh, Na Hong Jin, mm-hmm. but also written, too. He also wrote this film, wrote the yeah. screenplay. We might have to go back and uh, go through his filmography. Uh, yeah, this at this rate, yeah. And he's made quite a few. <laughs> yeah. I mean, at least short films, too, as well. If he's so, made any horror, any other horror films, I got to go watch gotta it. I got to watch him. And I got to look for the main guy, too, the guy that was in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I got to look for him also. Yes. Quack Do Wan. Quack Do Wan, yeah, because he was phenomenal. Yes, he was. Good comedic timing as well. Great comedic timing. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all, all right. I got for the whaling. As do I. Uh, great film. Highly recommend. Uh, oh, I yeah. Agree. Okay. He's in Steel Rain and Steel Rain 2. Someone wanted us to react to those so oh. in the comment section, so we might have to do that. Absolutely. Now that we know he stars in it. All righty. Well, that is our rev- uh, that is our review. For the whaling, if you guys like what you're seeing here, you're watching on YouTube, please be sure to like this video, comment below, subscribe to the channel, hit that bell notification as we drop videos here every single day. If you want to check out our podcast in audio format, Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and Stitcher, social media pages, Twitter, seen a podcast, Cash is on Twitter, that's just Cash, Instagram, have you seen it, Facebook, have you seen a podcast. Thank you so much for watching and listening. My name is Mason Knight, that is Cash Krause, and until next time. Bye.